in October of 2019, on the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi, the world witnessed an enthronement ceremony of a demon under the guise of Our Lady in the Vatican Gardens, followed by a triumphant procession into St. Peter's Basilica, where the idol of the demon was placed over the bones and relics of St. Peter himself. This act was defended by numerous mainstream Catholic voices at the time. They even defended Francis being present and not intervening at all and they still defend it to this day. Since then, we've seen that demon rear its ugly head in parishes around the world. In the church, this all appears to be new, but in the secular world, the adoration of the Pacamama is nothing new at all. Today, I'll go over where this creature has been worshipped and served in the secular realm, including in at least one place that might surprise you, but others won't be surprised by it at all. Let's get started. When I say that worship and service to the Pac-Man Mama isn't exactly a new thing or limited to backwater places that the great Catholic missions never really reached, I mean that, as is typical in our modern age, the people who once worshipped Christ and recognized him as king returned not to their ancient ways, but to those of others that have, for some reason or other, have some sense of glamour to them, and that glamour is as artificial as the things they decry in our modern world. For the source of that glamour is the right-ordered concern for the created world, a right-ordered concern that has gone off the rails into adoration of the created world. In calling it the earth, our mother, when our mother is the church, and our, the, and our, our mother is our lady, but it's not the earth. But concerns for the created world can be rightly ordered when rooted in a right-ordered sense that all must reflect our relationship with God the Father, rather than for the sake of the created world itself, which is fleeting at best. But this is no more evident than in the footage I have for you here that comes by way of Justin Stam, who runs a channel on YouTube here called Why We Fight. He's a Catholic who advocates for tradition like many of us do. He showed this to me on Twitter, and I have to say, this is a little odd. The footage comes from Little Italy in San Diego. Next to it is a Catholic parish. And right there is what you might call a little shop with the name the Pacamama Spiritual Center and Store. To my knowledge, it has no relation to the parish, but it is right next door, and that's a little weird. Now, I could find no evidence, again, that it is connected in any real way to the, to the church as an institution in San Diego, just to be abundantly clear. And I would hope that there are limits to what even Bishop McElroy will tolerate in his diocese, regardless of papal approval. But since this video isn't about the influence of Pacamama in the church so much, but instead on its influence on the world, and its rather obvious demonic nature, I mean, that should be fine. So while it is not connected to the parish, I have found no evidence that the parishioners or clergy of that parish have ever really voiced concern about its presence either. Pacamama permeates much of the green movement these days. The demon is found across the spectrum in places ranging from Facebook-run secular groups like the Pacamama Alliance, which uses imagery of the Pac-Man Mama to advocate for everything from cleaner rivers to somehow dealing with bovine flatulence, if you can believe that. It looks like something with the typical 1970s green focus that has survived 50 years past its expiration date. To give you an example, here's a recent post from the group. Quote, Pacamama is a Kekwa word. It means Mother Earth, Sky, the universe and all of time. The Pacamama Alliance is a union between indigenous peoples of the sacred headwaters region of the Amazon and conscious people in the modern world. We are also working to preserve the Amazon River Basin, which is the largest ecosystem on Earth. It is the source of our entire climate systems and could be close to collapse, which would be cataclysmic for our climate. 
We educate people around the world in 88 countries on how to bring forth an environmentally sustainable, spiritually fulfilling, socially just human presence on this planet. We are called by the Aquara people in the southern Ecuadorian rainforest in their first contact with modern world people. We learned a lot about their wisdom. They told us the most important work we could do was to go home and change the dream of the modern world. They mean the dream of overconsumption and acquisition. This is our responsibility at this time. End quote. Spreading the gospel of Pacamama. And frankly, some of what they said there is, you know, it's fine. I mean, if you met some old school hardline missionary priest in a city somewhere preaching Christ crucified and said that their mission was to change the dream of the modern world from overconsumption and acquisition of material goods and to turn their eyes towards Christ and the Eucharist, you'd probably want to donate to their cause. But instead, this is the sort of thing we see, both in the church and out of it. A turning of our eyes from the negative things of the world towards an illusion, towards something fleeting, towards the created world, instead of turning our eyes to the Creator, and finding out what we must do in order to address things that need to be addressed. Now, I know I use the Alliance's Facebook page, but they do have a website. They are a serious organization, and the website is, you guessed it, pacamama.org, because of course it is. And it is a modern website that is far superior in quality to their Facebook page. I do wonder where they get their support from. But that's not the only place we see the stuff. The Packy Mama has found itself with a lot of influence at the organization that I call the Leviathan. We'll just call it the, uh, the New League of Nations. The organization whose stated mission is the promotion of peace and solidarity among peoples in the modern world. I call it the Leviathan for a reason. And they have brought the so-called wisdom of Pacamama into the modern world through various programs to promote the very programs Francis has worked in alliance with them over the years. And this may be why we see the church focusing on this stuff in our time. One example is an official document published as a book that you can buy if you wanted to called Pacamama, Our Earth, Our Future. And judging by its cover, you can see who the intended audience is, which should raise a few eyebrows, but like so many other things in this world that has lost its way, it's not really all that surprising. But here is its description from their official website from the uh, so-called New League of Nations. Quote, this book is a perfect introduction for young people to the environmental challenges that await us in the 21st century. Based on the League of Nations Environment Program's authoritative environment outlook, it describes both the state of the world's environment and what actions governments and young people are taking to address the problems we face. Drawn from the con contributions of thousands of young people around the world, the book includes personal accounts, poems, illustrations, and a fold-out eco-maze game to test the reader's new knowledge in a fun and informative way. Pacamama is an Inca word that means much more than Mother Earth. It suggests a lifestyle in harmony with nature. Over the young authors of this book are passionate to promote the white to the wider world. Pacamama echoes the famous words reportedly spoken by Chief Seattle. The earth is our mother, whichever whatever befalls the earth befalls the sons and daughters of the earth. This we know. We did not weave the web of life, we are merely a strand in it. Whatever we do to the web we do to ourselves. End quote. In harmony with nature is an interesting phrase. Whether that's something Catholics can really get behind depends on what is meant by the words in harmony with. The church has always understood the concept of stewardship in reference to what Genesis says about the expulsion of man from the Garden of Eden and God commanding man to work the earth. That our concept of stewardship comes from that command and that moment in human history and our relationship with the Father and with each other. I wrote my entire doctoral dissertation on this. Now, back in 2019... 
Catholic reporter Edward Penton discovered this about six weeks after the enthronement of the Pacamom in the Vatican Gardens. It somehow flew under the radar, probably because the aftermath of the Amazon Synod dominated the news cycle at that time. But here is what he had to say on his own website at the time. He links all of this together. Quote, The uh, new League of Nations Pacamama course appears benign by contrast, but its first of seven modules is about population growth, teaching children that populations grow more slowly if each set of parents only has one child. Activity four is about traditional or indigenous attitudes and gives examples of attitudes of ancient or contemporary indigenous cultures towards Mother Earth. It also predictably argues for sustainable development and goes on to teach about such subjects as measuring pollution, government action, and understanding biodiversity. In its children's book, the League of Nations program doesn't describe the Pacamama as an idol, of course. Instead, it seems to have just borrowed the word for the course's title, which consists of contributions from young people, authors, and artists. But the connection with the Pacamama and that program shows that its appearance at the Synod did not happen by chance, and is, in its own way, another indication of the ever-increasing quote-unquote enculturation of the New League of Nations and the Green Movement into the very marrow of the Vatican, end quote. There it is. And I do find it curious that Catholic culture is not considered ancient, since it goes back to the apostles. And the Church has had a long history of opposing much of modernity. But we don't count probably because our objections have more to do with enabling sin and serving God in a relatively simple life, rather than adoring the earth for its own sake. So go figure. And, of course, none of what I've told you so far goes back to what the origins of the demon itself, which I've done videos on before. So if you want that, let me know in the comments, and I'll try to uh, make that available for you. But this all does speak to what we call the Pacamama mindset. Here's an example from Francis himself, who back in March of 2020 was saying that the um, present situation was nature getting even with mankind. Yeah, he really said that. Nature, as if it was a person, as if it was a petulant deity. Quote, A revenge of nature? In a March 22nd interview with Spanish journalist Jorge Evola, Pope Francis was asked whether the present situation is not a revenge of nature. The Pope answered with a popular saying, which he repeats like a theological axiom. God forgives always. We men forgive sometimes. Nature never forgives. He added that nature is kicking us so we can take care of it. Speaking to English journalist Austin Ivere of the hypermodernist Catholic London Weekly, The Tablet, on April 8, 2020, Pope Francis repeated the same refrain after commenting on various calamities. He said, I don't know if these are the revenge of nature, but they are certainly nature's responses. Because of our selfishness, says Pope Francis, we have failed in our responsibility to be guardians and stewards of the earth. We have sinned against the earth. And how does the earth react? And he repeated the mantra, God forgives always, we men forgive sometimes, the earth never forgives. The earth never forgives. If we have despoiled the earth, the response will be very bad. Later, the Pope states, we are the ones who have ruined the work of the Lord. Hence, in today's celebration of Earth Day, we are called to renew our sense of sacred respect for the Earth. For it is not just our home, but also God's home. But respect is not enough, it would seem. We need an ecological conversion. End quote. There's a lot there, but I'm just going to focus on conversion. He's not calling for a conversion to Christ. Not a conversion of the world to recognize that Christ is king, but an eco-conversion. That is the Pacamama mindset. It's the mindset of anthropomorphizing, making human or deifying, which is worse, that which is inanimate. In this case, the material world itself. And that is the fruits of the church embracing the work of the Leviathan. 
if you want to read the pieces I cited here for yourself, you can do it through my sources blog at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this YouTube channel or podcast with the .org at the end. Just look for the post there with the title of this video attached to it. It's quite telling that we are seeing this Pacamama story nearly two years after the initial enthronement ceremony still being relevant to our times. It's like a bad penny. It just keeps coming up. But that's the rub. This somehow became a major factor in the secular world today, without anybody noticing. If anyone knows how the forces of the world became enamored with that specific demon, let me know in the comments, please. Not the history of the environmental movement. I know a lot about that and wrote part of my doctoral dissertation on that. But on the influence of the Pacamama specifically, because when I call it a demon, I'm not being figurative. Again, if you go back to some of my early videos on, on Pacamama, you'll see what I'm saying. So I'm curious about the history of that in the secular world. But those are my thoughts. Let me know your opinion on all of this in the comments, please. And as always, like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.